Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I wanted to talk to you about striving for progress, not perfection. So many people are extremely hard on themselves because it's like we feel like we have to live up to all of these expectations. We feel like we have to compare ourselves to everyone else and it's completely understandable because we have social media so everyone is posting their best life and we're looking at this going, why am I still stuck where I am? Why haven't I progressed? Why am I not where I wanna be? And there is a reason for that because what we're doing here on this earth is we're learning how to be better people. And in that, it's a process, so it doesn't happen overnight. And you may feel like you've come a really long way, and then it feels like you took five steps backwards. And that happens to everybody. The reason it happens is because we're healing ourselves and changing ourselves in layers. And there are things within us that are very deeply rooted. So it's not going to be fixed in a single day. And I know you don't want to hear that because I get it. You've probably been going through this transformation for, it seems like, forever now. And unfortunately, it is a lifelong process. You know, we have this saying and teaching and in education that we're preparing our students to be lifelong learners. But it's true, if you're going through the transformational process, it's not something that takes a day. So if you're one of those people that are impatient and you're like, I wanted this done yesterday, then I have bad news because it's not gonna happen like that. Not if you truly want growth. You can stop at any time and and stop working on yourself and say, I'm done. But if you're truly on a transformational journey, a spiritual journey, the universe is going to continue to test you and continue to give you things. And as much as you want to scream, because believe me, I've been there, as much as you want to kick your feet and stomp and say, this isn't fair and I don't want to do this anymore, you can't get out of doing the lessons. You just can't. Because if you don't learn it in this lifetime, you're bound to repeat it. And those of you who have done past life regressions with me, we've seen patterns going from lifetime to lifetime. Like, oh, I keep doing that. And it's the same with myself. Like I still, when I have done the few past life regressions I've done, I see like two distinct patterns coming up in my life. I see that I keep getting stabbed in the back by people, either literally or figuratively. And I keep trying to take on too much and doing everything myself and not asking for help. Those are like two distinct patterns that I keep seeing with myself. And I'm still learning how to not do that in this lifetime. And it's hard because this is so ingrained in me. And I feel like I complete a lesson and I do well. And then here comes something else. So even I, as some of you may think of me as like a teacher to you, I'm a student still too, and I'm still learning. We're kind of learning together. It's really how this works because I 
have had things pop up for me this past year that at one point I just, I threw my hands up and I said, you know what, I can't do this anymore. This is too much. There's too much stuff going on. And I just, I want to quit. I want to crawl under the covers and I don't ever want to come out again. And I don't want to have to do this. I, I don't want to do it anymore. So I've had my fair share of trying to throw a tantrum moment. And the universe just kind of comes in and is like, girl, wipe your face, get up, get out of bed. You've got this. Like, we're not giving you too much. You're not reacting to it the way you should. And that's been the lesson for me is when I am feeling like that, it's telling me a few things. Number one, it's telling me that I need to slow down, ask for help go try to find the resources that I need, which usually amounts to just turning to the universe and asking my guides and angels for help, which believe it or not, even though I pray every single day, there are times when there are little things that happen and instead of just going to my guides and angels and just praying for help, I try to deal with it myself. And guess what? I'm learning that that's not the best approach. I'm learning that I have a whole team who's there to help and I need to learn how to rely on that more often instead of trying to be this atlas person who carries the entire world on my shoulders I have to learn how to stop and ask for help because what happens is I get super frustrated and I make a bigger mess out of things than if I would just you know do what I know I should be doing which is stopping meditating, praying, asking for help, and then listening for the guidance that comes. Because every time I do that, things are so much easier. Because what happens is I notice a lot of divine intervention going on, and not just in ways of like a miracle happening. I mean, yes, that can happen. But it's more like I receive guidance, or someone walks into my life who's like, hey, can I help you with this? It's like, what? Uh, yes, I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask for it. Or I was too afraid to ask for it. And I know personally that I have listeners out there because I see your Facebook posts who say, I have trouble asking for help. And I get it because I was the same way. There have been several little things come up in my life recently that have overwhelmed me beyond belief. And it took, like, it took little things happening that, like, me making mistakes that I would not normally make to realize that the reason I was making these mistakes is because I am trying to do too much. Trying to do too much, not delegate. And the worst part is that it caused me to lash out at my own children when they didn't do anything wrong. And I feel terrible about that. And I'm now even having to go back and try to fix things with them because they, you know, the ones closest to you are the ones who receive the brunt of your frustration. And I'm sure that you've been there too. When you're just having a bad day and all of these things start happening and you just lash out at whoever is standing there, which shouldn't happen, because nobody should have to be yelled at or have someone get an attitude with them, but we all do it because 
that is our natural coping mechanism is to lash out because we haven't been taught the right way to deal with emotions appropriately. And that's honestly, I don't even think that's like from people who come from toxic homes or whatever. I think it's just most people have not been taught the proper way to deal with stress and with anxiety and with the emotions that they're dealing with. You know, if you're having an issue with someone, the most logical thing would be, hey, let's go talk to that person and let's hash this out in a a healthy way. But we don't do that. Instead, we just get mad and we are passive aggressive and we don't talk to them and then we it just escalates and it gets worse and it's over something that really could have been solved very easily. But we haven't been taught how to properly have conflict and we haven't been taught how to deal with the things that are happening to us in a healthy way. And I know that there are other people out there like me who have been so good at not lashing out, not reacting emotionally when things happen, but it was like a combination of a lot of things happening at once. And then for several of the things that happened to me this week, they were things where like I was jolted out of sleep after being asleep for two hours and then having to deal with something major. And I don't deal well with that for several reasons. Number one, when I'm in a really deep sleep, it takes me a minute to actually wake up and be able to process what's happening around me. You know, so if I were to be, I mean, this this should tell you exactly how I am. We had, I was asleep and we had a tornado warning or drill go off, tornado warning. It went off and I like woke, I heard it, it woke me up and I was like, eh, probably isn't really like that big a deal. It's probably not a real tornado. You know, I mean, that was my thinking because I wasn't fully awake yet. And I just rolled over and went back to sleep. And I'm lucky that it wasn't anything. But that's how I am when I'm half asleep. I'm not like thinking logically or rationally. Like I'm just not able to mentally comprehend what's happening. So that's one thing. And then another thing is I have... Honestly, and I feel like I can say this, been traumatized by an event that happened, you know, a few years ago with my son having an emergency in the middle of the night and coming in. And again, I was woken up out of sleep and I had to call 911 and it was an ordeal and scary for me. And so now anytime I'm woken up out of sleep for an emergency, I just panic because I relate it to what had happened to me a few years ago with my son. And so for me, I think I react sometimes more emotionally or whatever than I normally would in a situation like that because of what has happened to me before. So all of these things kind of led to me not really reacting in a way that I should have been. And so my advice to you is we really need to be better about being gentle with ourselves and realizing that we're not perfect and we're not going to react perfectly in every situation. And I say that because you should not only think of yourself in that way and be gentle with yourself, but also be gentle with others. Because in the same way, 
in that you don't always react how you should or do things that you should or the way other people think you should, other people will also not react the way that you thought they should or, um, you know, they don't live up to your expectations. So I just think that we need to be better about that. We need to be more understanding. And we can't beat ourselves up over our shortcomings and like, oh, I didn't react the way I should have in that situation. Well, you know, were you under stress? Did this happen? Did that happen? You know, take that into consideration. And the other thing we can do is to take a lesson from that. Well, I didn't react the way that I should have in this situation. How can I make this better? And how can I be better? And that's another thing we can take to the universe and say, you know, angels and guides, I am not reacting the way I want to react when a crisis comes up or, you know, in a particular situation or in a particular relationship. So how can I be better? You know, help me to learn some coping techniques or some ways to be better in that situation. And then again, as I say, we need to be really good about stopping and taking time to listen to the answers that come because we ask for this help and then sometimes we're like, yep, I ask. And then I, you go on your merry way and then you're like, you know what? They didn't answer my prayer. And it's not that they didn't answer it. It's that you haven't been listening to what's coming in for you because we get symbols and signs everywhere. And I'll give you an example of this. So, you know, I had this stressful thing happen. I overreacted with my children and then now I feel bad. And now there's a rift, you know, there a little bit where I'm, you know, I'm apologizing and saying, I know I didn't handle this well. And there's still like a, like a bitterness there, you know, on the part of my children, which I understand. I do totally get it. And so I'm trying to work through that. And in the meantime, you know, I'm asking for help. And one of the things that happened was the other day, I'm sitting outside and a bee just keeps like landing on my leg, landing on my arm, will not leave me alone. There are many of us sitting out there. It is not going to anyone else. It's simply flying on me, will not leave me alone. And I'm not I don't panic with bees because I know if you just sit still, they don't bother you. But it just kept coming over to me and would not leave me. So I thought, okay, this is a sign. So I look up the meaning of the bee animal totem. And it says bees are known for working really hard. However, this could be a warning that you're working too hard. And when I saw that, as soon as I saw that, I was like, that's my message. You know, the universe is saying, you know, the reason that you're reacting the way you are in situations of stress and high, you know, high um, anxiety is because you're exhausted. Like you're, you've been working too much, you're doing too much, and you're not resting enough. And it's happening because of all the things in my life that are happening, you know, having to deal with a parent who is not feeling well. I mean, I feel like she has more bad days than she does good days. And it's going well for her because the tumor is shrinking and it's a good prognosis and they said they could already do surgery. They just want to continue the chemo just to make sure that she has a better chance of it not returning, but she's just not reacting well to the chemo. It's just totally debilitating her 
And it's difficult to see a parent like that, one who was, my mom is like, you couldn't hold her down. Always on the go, always doing things. So now it's like I get up, I go to work, I come home and I have to like grab dinner and then go take dinner to her and sit with her and make sure, you know, she's doing okay. And none of us mind doing that, but it's just, it makes for when you've already got, you know, we're dealing with having to teach remotely to certain students and in person to some students. And so it's like twice as much work. And now on top of that, we've got this. And then with my children being in school and both having had major things happen to them in the past week, it's like, okay, somewhere in here, I have to take time to breathe and to really relax because this is, it gets to be too much. But instead of saying this is too much and I need to try to delegate and have, you know, other people helping where they can and and whatever, I just try to take it all in and then I get overly frustrated and it becomes an incident where I say or do things lashing out that I don't mean only because I haven't dealt with things in the proper way. And so my biggest lesson to you today is don't allow yourself to get to that point. Be gentle with yourself. You don't have to be perfect and nothing has to be done perfectly. And that's part of the lesson for me is, look, if you get it done, it doesn't have to be perfect. If you show up for people, that's what they're going to recognize in you. Not that you had to be the perfect parent or the perfect teacher or the perfect wife or the perfect sister or the perfect whatever you are showing up as. If you show up most of the time, that's really what people want from you. And perfection is just a form of fear. And it really keeps us stuck because we don't want to do anything because we're afraid that we don't do it the perfect way and it doesn't you know just look perfect it isn't perfect and that's just simply not the case you don't have to show up perfectly you just have to show up and do your best and know that there will be days when your best wasn't what you wanted it to be and that's okay because every day is a chance to start over fresh. And if people truly love you and care about you, they will love you and care about you even with your shortcomings because they will see the heart that's behind it. And so that's what you need to really focus on, not on, I didn't do everything perfectly. So what? So what? Don't drive yourself crazy. Okay, focusing on what you didn't do right is only going to make you feel sad and regretful and it's going to cause you to lower your self-esteem because you feel like you're not worthy of things and that's not true. It's not true. Your best is good enough. Your best is good enough. You don't have to prove to anyone that you know you deserve anything. When you look at social media, You don't have to compare yourself to anyone else. You know, just because you say, well, I'm 32 and all of my friends around me are already married and already having kids, so what? So what? Your journey is not their journey and their journey is not your journey. You have specific times that you're meant to do things. It's all divine timing and there is not an expiration date. 
It's kind of like driving a car. If you miss the exit, you can turn around and go back or you can just reroute yourself and go a different way. It doesn't mean that your trip is over. Like, oh, I missed the exit. I guess we can't go there anymore. No, it means, okay, that wasn't the right exit for me, but there's another one coming up. I'll take that one. Be patient with the journey. It's, like I said, a process and... Some days you're going to have your really good days and other days it's going to be tougher. And on those tough days, that's when the universe wants you to really lean in and call on your angels and guides to help you. That's why we have guides is because this is hard. This is a difficult journey. And God knew that. That's why it's designed the way it is so that we have helpers who are here to show us the way because we forget But we can call on those guides to help give us our map, help give us signs and show us the direction. Which way should we go? But again, it's not just your job to ask. You also need to then listen for the answers that come. And they will come. We just need to take some time out to ask for the help that we need. Perfection is just another form of fear. It doesn't exist. No one's perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. And that's okay. You're perfectly perfect the way you are. If we want to say there's perfection, you're already perfect. Mistakes and all because that's part of it. So be gentle with yourself and make sure that you are delegating to other people and asking for help when you need it. You're not judging yourself or anyone else. Because those are just our fears and our shadows coming out that we need to work on. And just try to live your best life. The, the main thing is be happy. Be happy with what you have. And look forward to the things that are coming to you. Because there are blessings on the way. We just have to be patient. And enjoy what we have while we have it. And look forward to what's coming. All right, guys, well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. And so I pulled a card from the uh, Shamans. It's the the Mystical Shamans Oracle Deck by Colette Baron-Reed. And the card I got for you is Flow, the medicine. Don't try to push against the river or swim upstream right now. You can trust what the, excuse me, you can trust that when the time is right, Your dreams will begin to take shape, and you will be invited to dance with destiny. Right now, however, you must relax. This is not the time to bang on doors that refuse to open. Whatever obstacle is in front of you right now, trust this is for the highest good. It's an opportunity to regroup and reconsider your choices, and you must trust that your intentions will take form in good time. Consider this time a gift. All right, I love that. So be patient. Remember, when we try to go against the flow, when we try to control when and how and why and where things are going to show up, we end up pushing them away. We end up making things more difficult for ourselves and we end up delaying what should be coming to us. So this is your sign that whatever it is that you're trying to do, if it seems like it's not working for you right now, take a time out. Take a time out, meditate on it, Do a little reflection, think about it in a different way, and just go with the flow. Don't try to control it. Just simply 
allow yourself the time to regroup, refocus, and know that when the timing is right, in divine timing, it will come to you. And it may come to you in a different form. It may come to you in a way that you weren't expecting, but that's okay. It's still coming. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like this podcast, please subscribe. Please leave a review from wherever you're listening. If you could leave me some stars on iTunes, I would appreciate it. Also, if you know of anyone who might enjoy this podcast, please share it. That helps me so much. And I want to thank you for those of you who've already done it. Also, if you are still interested in getting 10% off the Smart for Life protein bars and cookies, your coupon code is in the description of this podcast. Uh, the protein bars are amazing. I love the lemon ones. Those are my favorite. And the almond, oh my gosh, those are so good. They, to me, remind me of like a marzipan bar, which I get in Germany. Um, or for anyone who hasn't had that, they kind of taste like the Almond Joys a little bit. All right, so you can go to their website, Smart for Life, put in the coupon code, which is amazing in all caps, and you will get 10% off. And I think that they also have some other deals going on right now, so go check them out. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook, where I do a free card reading for you. I post videos to Instagram, and I also have free meditations and affirmations on my YouTube channel. So go check all of those out and subscribe to those channels. If you want to work with me, I still have, for a few days remaining, a special on my readings for my anniversary. It is $20 for a 30-minute reading, so it's $10 off. In the checkout, if you go to my offerings page at melissaoatman.com, You'll just click on the 30-minute reading, and then when it prompts you to go to the checkout, you will put in the coupon code. It's ANNIVERSARY in all caps. All right, well, I want to thank you so much for being here with me. I hope you have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. I am sending you guys so much love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.